0: From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the Sport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Todger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Mononk area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Open to visitors in 1982, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C. has become one of the nation's capital's uh, most visited attractions. Upwards of 4 million visitors every year uh, to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. If you cannot go to D.C. to see the wall, however, the wall may be coming to a city or town near you. It'll be in Sport in August. Our guest this morning is Tim Tates. He's Director of Outreach for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. We're going to find out about the mobile wall. They call it the wall that heals. Uh, How long it's been around, where it goes, what are the logistics of taking it from town to town across the United States, and and what is the experience both of setting this up uh, in different locations and also the experience of the people who view it. Uh, Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Thanks for having me today. No, thank you for for taking some time to talk with us. So uh, the, the wall is going to be in McKeesport. Um, w- when exactly? Do you have the dates?
1: Uh, yes, sir. We'll actually be arriving on the afternoon of August 7th in a large procession uh, that will uh, begin about 30 minutes away over in the... Uh, uh, and then, and it, we'll start at these parking lot there, okay. and we're going to kind of make a, about a 30-minute trip into uh, the park with uh, an escort of motorcycles and, and all the people gathered alongside the road, and we'll end there at the Jimmy Long Field uh, on, on Tuesday. And then beginning on Wednesday morning, uh, 20 volunteers will join us, uh, 20 to 25 volunteers will join us and help us set up the wall. Uh, come Wednesday evening for our, the next four days, we'll be set up there at Jimmy Long Field, Um, for 24 hours a day to give people uh, a experience of visiting the wall. Uh, It is a three-quarter scale replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. It's the largest traveling replica that's on the road. It's really going to give you that Vietnam Memorial experience that you would get here in Washington, D.C., in your own backyard right there in uh, Park.
0: So three-quarter scale, meaning uh, for every four feet in real life, yours is three feet. That's still a very big memorial.
1: Correct. Uh, You know, the wall was built to make it feel like when you walked down to the apex, the tallest point of the wall, the names and the panels would overwhelm you and just drown you in their overall number and enormity. And uh, this wall being uh, seven and a half feet instead of the full uh, 10 feet, give you that entire feeling of being swallowed by the earth and realizing the enormity of loss throughout the decade of those who served and sacrificed
0: in Vietnam. And how many lin- linear feet, if that's the right word, is it? I mean, how long is it to walk through and, and, and view the names and the panels?
1: From end to end, the wall that heals is 375 feet. Okay. Uh, beginning and ending, of course, at the apex, uh, just again, three-quarter scale of those... Uh, in, here in Washington, D.C., and on its, uh, on it those synthetic granite panels of the Wall of the Heels are inscribed in the exact same order as the 58,318 names of those American service members who died
0: in Vietnam. So if someone has a friend or a loved one or a family member and they've gone down, uh, as, as so many millions of people have done, to, to view their name and touch it on the wall, they, they will be able to do that to this mobile wall when it comes to McKay's
1: Absolutely. So it uh, has the exact names. And if they can remember where they are, it's in exact order. Uh, The brilliant uh, opportunity that we have, because we're the organization that built the wall in 1982, back uh, in 82, is that we published the directories of the wall uh, here. And we created a website in 2006 that allows you to look up the names. And so one of the wonderful things about this that I always encourage people to come and visit because they'll say, hey, you know, I see one of the traveling walls that comes through. I've seen this, or I've been to the real wall. I don't want to see this one. I tell them that they, they're really going to miss out on something special because a company in this wall is a mobile education center. Okay. It's really a traveling version of a museum that we have. And on one of the six-foot screens that we're going to have, we're going to have all the local boys from McKeesport who were lost in Vietnam and their photographs and their names and their pictures and their dates and where you can find them. So you're going to be able to really drive home to see the local service and sacrifice. And if you're of that Vietnam era, you're going to be able to see and remember that, boy, these guys never got any older uh, because yeah. we lost them. And, you know, every time we look in the mirror, we get a little bit older, but uh, they're unchanged, and uh, and they're much like the younger kids who visit the wall, uh, smiling with uh, young You know, skinny ties and girlfriends
0: and fast cars,
1: Uh, Americans ready for for everything
0: we had to offer. Uh, Tim Tates is director of Outreach for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. We're talking about the mobile wall, the wall that heals, it's called, which is coming to McKeesport. It will be open which days again?
1: Uh, We'll start uh, Wednesday evening. The opening ceremony, of course, will be on Thursday the 9th. Okay. Uh, it's, pretty, it's an evening ceremony at 6.30, but it'll be open beginning on August 8th in the evening, and it'll be open 24 hours a day until we have our closing ceremony at noon on August 12th.
0: On August 12th. Okay. Can you give us your website uh, if people want to get more information?
1: Absolutely. The web address for us is thewallthatheals.org. So we try to keep it simple,
0: org. Uh, I want to, and and, and, uh, if you want to know about the local group that is partnering with the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund, to bring this uh, uh, memorial to McKeesport. You can go to com. That will tell you about the group of volunteers uh, that has uh, put this effort together. Uh, Tim Tates is on the line with us from uh, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. Tim, uh, take us back a little bit to 1982. You mentioned that we all get a little bit older every time we look in the mirror. Um, I am old enough to remember when the Vietnam Veterans Memorial was being planned and then – when it was actually being constructed. And it, it, am I remembering correctly that it was somewhat controversial at the time?
1: Uh, it was significantly controversial. Uh, you know, first off, it was the first memorial that we'd ever dedicated on the National Mall to everyone who served. Uh, there had never been a memorial on the National Mall to any wartime period. Uh, certainly not the Vietnam War, which really ripped this country apart as much as even, you know, the uh, Civil War. Uh, Secondly, we were, you know, even just barely seven years out of that, Mm -hmm. and then we decided to pick this design, this really totally alternative design that didn't have this heroic figure. Uh, When you look around your hometown, we're often seeing the soldier, the hero coming home, um, and the sacrifice and and the duty that they had. Here you had this black granite panel that listed these 58,000 names in some weird order. And there were a lot of folks who really didn't like that and didn't understand it. And they fought every tooth and nail they could uh, to make certain that this uh, had to be
0: changed in some way. The Secretary of the... the, President Reagan's Secretary of the Interior actually didn't want to authorize the construction permit. Is that correct, too, if I remember right?
1: Absolutely. You were uh, good on your history, absolutely. So the Secretary literally almost didn't. And uh, we did everything we could to meet with them to come up with a middle ground so that we could uh, give uh, an opportunity to build a memorial that we knew everyone would like and uh, also appease some of their greatest concerns. Uh, Because of their uh, disagreements, uh, we added the flagpole to the memorial in 1985, and we also dedicated the three servicemen statue, Mm -hmm. those heroes really coming back from the war. And so out of it became some good things. But I think, as, as you had said earlier, we have over five million visitors a year that visit the memorial. It is the largest visited memorial within the mall system, with the exception of the Lincoln Memorial. And that kind of tells you the importance that this memorial has and how we've embraced it as a nation. And that's what makes it special when we bring it to small towns, is that people get to see the scale of sacrifice. They get to see the wonderful arts and artistry that is portrayed and really understand that Each and every one of those names was someone in our communities, whether that's McKeesport, Pennsylvania, or Long Beach,
0: California, from coast to coast who made the ultimate sacrifice so that we can be free. Uh, Tim Tates is on the line with us from the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. We're talking about uh, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., but in particular, we're talking about the wall that heals, the three-quarter scale uh, replica, uh, exact replica, that is coming to McKeesport August 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. What does the Vietnam, the the, the wall was opened in in 1982. What does the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund, in addition to doing the wall that heals, what do they do today? Do you also support the the site on the mall itself?
1: Uh, We support the site on the mall. There's a reason why the grass is greener when you're there at the wall. There's a reason why that uh, the lights are brighter and it helps to get washed twice a week. Um, We put on the Memorial Day and Veterans Day ceremonies as well as um, we're in the midst of fundraising for a education center at the wall. It is a visitor center that's going to be built behind the wall that'll help people understand and see uh, the importance of this memorial and the legacy that the Vietnam War made on us as a nation. Uh, You know, Vietnam was the first war that we allowed uh, our media to be side-by-side with our troops and really send back, without any sort of editing or redaction, Um, the information right from the field. That changed the way we uh, went about war. Um, We had fully integrated units, and of course, uh, with civil rights being what it was in the late 60s in the United States, that bled over into the battlefield in Vietnam. And then, of course, everything we did as far as welcoming people home, and I would say unwelcoming them home, we did that differently in the years and wars after Vietnam, because those veterans from Vietnam said never again, well, we welcome home heroes in this way. And so those of us who served after Vietnam had different homecomings than they did during Vietnam. And that's the legacy of the war, and that's what we hope to tell the story of in the Mobile Education Center. Uh, Well, we have the Mobile Education Center there in McKeesport, but in the education center that we're fundraising for here in Washington
0: D.C. Let's let's take a break right there. We have a thirty second uh, break to take. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about um, why this mobile wall was created and about the logistics of, of taking it on the road throughout the year. Okay. Great. Uh, Tim Tates is on the line with us. He is director of outreach at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. You can find them online at vvmf.org, and you also said the wall that heals.org. Correct. Yes, that's correct. And we're talking about the wall that heals, the mobile replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial that is coming to Renzi Park in McKeesport, August 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us. At tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Tim Tates. He's Director of Outreach at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. We're talking about the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., on the uh, Washington Mall, the second most visited attraction uh, on the mall in our nation's capital. Uh, A mobile replica called the Wall That Heals, it's a three quarter scale exact replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall, is coming. To uh, McKeesport, August 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th through the efforts of a volunteer group called Bring the Wall to the Mon Valley. And you can find more information about them at bringthewalltothemonvalley.com. Tim, when we took the break, we talked a little bit, um, uh, you, you were talking about the Visitor's Center. Uh, you've got a mobile Visitor's Center that's, that's coming along with this wall to McKeesport. Uh, you said there also you are in the process of, is, is it's fundraising still, or are you actually in the construction process now of the educational center at the wall in washington
1: we're actually still in the fundraising piece we've done all the planning uh we've re- we've received all the approvals necessary to go through the various different committees that oversee everything that gets construction on the wall and so those have all that took us over six years to get those approvals and so now we need to come up with the uh uh it's a little bit over uh, sixty million dollars remaining to uh build this uh Building on the mall that will be the legacy of uh, the Vietnam era and service and sacrifice of a nation
0: over centuries. We we were talking a little bit at the the beginning of the half hour about how the memorial itself was controversial. Um, you alluded to the fact that commemorating the the, the dead, the people who died um, in Vietnam itself, was a controversial idea. We were only a few years removed from the end of the war itself. There was still hard feelings um, among some of the. Uh, older veterans, maybe of of some uh, past conflicts, and younger veterans of the Vietnam era. Uh, it was still very politically controversial. Um, you, you, the mobile wall is called the Wall that heals. How, in your view, has the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall in Washington D.C. on the National Mall how has that helped to heal? some of these wounds that that were still very raw in the 1980s?
1: You know, I think whether it's the wall in Washington, D.C. or the wall in a community, the wall that heals uh, was a title of Jan Scruggs, our founder's first book. Uh, He really believed that um, when he came back from the war, he came across the idea that as a nation we needed to heal and the people needed to heal, and he used some of his GI Bill benefits to go get a master's degree in what we would now talk about as PTSD. And he figured that if we could build this memorial, that we could somehow heal as a nation. And each and every day that I spend at the wall, and I've been there for years now, each and every day that I spend at the wall, I get to see that healing. So I get to see that veteran who was in the Battle of the Idrang Valley in 1965, who three weeks ago came to me with a notebook of the buddies that had died beside him in Idrang Valley. And it was the first time in over 50 years that he had had a chance to... and and really the stomach, to come to the wall and see his buddy's names and touch them, and uh, and tell me then some of those stories. I get to see the family members who get to come and touch the name and and see the photograph of their loved one or the cousin that they've heard about. Um, And then I get to see a new generation of people who know the legacy of the way we reacted as a country, or maybe they were a participant of somebody who did not support the Vietnam War, and they realized that it wasn't the people that they were against, it was really the politics of that war. And through their experience at the wall, through seeing their peers, the, the people who have aged side by side with them in their communities over time, they get to have that healing. So no matter what side of the war they were on, through this wall, through this central meeting point, they realized that together as Americans, Uh, We really learned a lot, and some sacrificed so much.
0: We're talking with Tim Tates this morning. He's director of outreach for the Vietnam veterans Memorial fund. He will be in McKee sport, uh, August 7th, 8th, uh, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th, uh, as site manager, when the mobile wall, the wall that heals, uh, comes to Renzi park through the, uh, efforts of a group called bring the wall to the Mon Valley. You can find out more about them at bring the wall to the Mon This is a three quarter scale, exact replica of the wall in Washington, DC on the national mall. Um, along with it comes a mobile education and visitors center. Um, um, and that, is, that will be open 24 hours then? Yes, uh, okay. from
1: when we get it completed on Wednesday until Sunday afternoon when we take it down, it'll be open 24 hours a day.
0: Okay, and there is no admission charge uh, to view it? No, okay. not at all. Where did the idea for creating a mobile replica come from? Uh, where, where where was the genesis of that? So the
1: the first wall that traveled the country uh, was from a gentleman who was at the dedication of the wall in 1982. And he said, you know, this is great to have in Washington, D.C., but no one wants to come to Washington, D.C., and no one's going to come and visit this. And he created the first traveling wall. And in 1996, after we had completed the three servicemen and after we had finished the lights and really thought we had the wall under control, we realized that we wanted to go on the road with a traveling replica that could replicate the experience. And so we went to great lengths in recreating that replica experience And we go to great lengths each and every week to work with the host to try to make certain that the experience that you have when you go there into McKeesport is as close to the experience that you're going to have in Washington, D.C. as far as placement of flags, as far as behavior, as far as engagement and interaction and understanding the wall and having someone to guide you through, we're going to have that same experience, but you're not going to be surrounded by a hundred thousand people on a Saturday.
0: Well, I was. Uh, so that's I, the magic. <laughs> I was just going to say, the fellow who said that nobody wants to go to Washington D.C. has never stood in line to get into the National Air and Space Museum or the Lincoln Memorial or any of the other uh, exactly. many attractions <laughs> there. Uh, we, we absolutely. So, so what are the lot? How? how so, so the the wall that heals that you have created. Then um, when did construction or fabrication begin on that?
1: Uh, This one is a brand new wall. This is our first season with this wall. So prior to this, we had a 50% scale, and now we have a 75%. We began that process three years ago, and it took dozens of volunteers, thousands of hours to check and double check and triple check to make certain that even the errors that are on the wall in Washington, D.C. are replicated on this wall. Really? So we had never done that, and so there are a number of errors, there are a number of problems with the wall in Washington, D.C. that uh, have been adjusted or fixed, and we went to great lengths to make certain that every single one of those errors or every single one of those little nuances uh, is on the wall that comes to uh, that comes to the 38 communities
0: that we'll be visiting this year. So this is the, so McKeesport is part of the first round of the schedule of, of this traveling tour, of, of this new replica?
1: Yes, it's one of uh, 38 stops that we do this year. We're about 24 stops into the 2018
0: okay. season. Uh, we we'll started in the beginning of March, and we'll be out through the middle of November. I, I don't mean to make light, but if you started out with a 50% scale replica, and now you're up to a 75%, scale replica, I'm a little bit worried that pretty soon you're going to have 100%. Are you... (laughs) <laughs> it's getting uh, bigger. I, I would, I
1: would not, not while I'm working for
0: the organization, okay. i tell you that. <laughs> okay. uh, Tim Tates is with us this morning. He's director of outreach for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. The wall that heals the mobile three-quarter scale uh, replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C. is coming to the Mon Valley area August 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th will be open to the public. It's actually arriving on August 7th. You can find out more about the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund and how that you can help them at vvmf.org dot or org, excuse me, um, or you can find out about the local group that has led the fundraising effort here in the McKeesport area by going to bringthewalltothemonvalley.com We have one more thirty second break to take, Tim. We still haven't talked about the logistics of this. Uh, time goes so quickly. Uh, you can hang with us for a few more minutes. Absolutely, mm-hmm. love to. Okay, uh, we will be right back to wrap things up here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area, and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659. Or email Tube City Tiger at gmail. Dot com. Welcome back. Our guest for a final few minutes is Tim Tates, Director of Outreach for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. He's in Arlington, Virginia, and we're talking about the wall that heals. That is the mobile uh, 75% uh, size or three-quarter scale uh, replica, exact replica, as Tim was just pointing out, of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C. It will be in the Pittsburgh area August 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. It will be at Renzihausen Park in McKeesport. There is no admission charge, and it will be open 24 hours a day uh, once uh, it is set up and in place there. For more information, you can go to bringthewalltothemonvalley.com dot uh, com. Tim, tell me about the logistics of this. How many tractor trailers does it take? How many people does it take to set this thing up? You said it's three hundred and seventy-four feet long. I think more yeah, than a football it field. Is,
1: uh, it pretty much. We tell a host that they need to find a football field to set up set us up at to make this work, and it takes us about six to seven hours uh, on Wednesday with 20 to 25 uh, able-bodied volunteers to set this up so it is all hauled in one fifty-three foot trailer. Wow! It goes inside. It goes inside that trailer on Sunday afternoon in about three to four
0: hours, and uh, it is the great, the largest Tetris game you ever get to play on a weekly basis when you get to <laughs> sure. work with the organization. Now the wall in um, now so the wall the, the wall in Washington is is granite that I think was brought in from India, if I remember correctly. What is your replica wall made out of? I'm assuming it's um, plastic or something like that, fiberglass or something.
1: It's actually made out of synthetic granite. The material is called Avenite, and uh, it was sourced out of uh, a uh, granite countertop distribution company who uh, stepped forward and said, absolutely, we're going to stop production so that we can produce this for this project. And they created the uh, material for this and uh, did a wonderful job. And then in Massachusetts, over the span of about three and a half to four weeks, uh, they engraved these panels around the clock for 24 hours a the production
0: timeline this winter. Well, then this must look like granite, feel like granite, and it's got to be just about as heavy, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, the wall in its entirety weighs about 6,700
0: pounds. Okay. So the uh, each of the panels come out individually. They're carried
1: individually by our volunteers, uh, two to three volunteers per panel. Uh, the center panels, uh, of the 146 panels, the center panels uh, weigh 80 pounds apiece. And uh, so they make uh, 146 trips from the trailer and uh, put that out and literally assemble it. Uh, If you go out there to YouTube and look at some of those time shot videos, it is a pretty awesome thing to see this thing magically appear in the span of six hours.
0: And they're each about uh, seven and a half feet tall. Uh, Just the center panels, remember, the
1: wall starts at an apex and then slopes off to be nothing because it's carved into the earth. And so the center ones are seven and a half feet tall and the outside ones are
0: two inches. Okay. Okay. So you you do get the, as you're walking through, you get that immersive experience that if in Washington, D.C., and and as I mentioned, so many people have uh, visited that you sort of, you go into the earth and you sort of descend down and see the tallest part. Um, Do you get kind of the same experience with the mobile wall?
1: Absolutely. And that's one of the things we wanted to do in saying that it was a replica. You know, it'd be far easier to work with uh, square panels and just print the names. But Maya Lynn's the designer, said she wanted it to feel like you were walking down and being swallowed by the earth. And this wall makes that feeling happen. It makes it feel like you're literally being swallowed by the earth, and on that earth is written the names of those who died. And yet, unlike those who have died who get swallowed back up by the earth, you can walk out back into the daylight. And with a wall this tall, you get that experience, even if you're six foot, ten inches tall, is that this wall will overwhelm you. And I always encourage people, and the importance of having it open 24 hours, is that you need to come back and experience it at night, because unlike the wall in Washington, D.C., where we're limited by rules on where we can do lights, this wall has some LED lights that are in the top that overhang it just slightly. You don't really notice them during the daytime, but at night, that makes this experience absolutely incredible. So make some time during the week that we're there in Keysport to come down after dark and you will have the most incredible experience that even eclipses your experience that you might have had at The Wall in
0: Washington, D.C. In the final few minutes that we have, uh, uh, Tim, what are some things that people have said? What's some of the feedback that you've gotten so far? You said that we're going to be the 24th city on a uh, 38-city tour. Um, What are people saying about The Wall? What have you heard? You
1: know, I think that, one, they're blown away that we have replicated the experience. They came out expecting that this was going to be some sort of a two-bit kind of showing, or they might have seen our old wall and said, that was nice, but my gosh, this is even better than when I experienced it in D.C. Two, they get to experience, and the thing they're shocked by is the tie that we have to the local community. They get to see pictures of their friends on a giant screen. They get to see pictures of people who were honored in the In Memory program, that program that honors those who died after service in Vietnam, and the hundreds of Pennsylvanians that were honored there, and they get to see some of the things that were left behind. That's something that doesn't get to be done in Washington, D.C., and so time and time again in community after community, they thank us and the host for bringing this... Of Americana, this incredible tribute to those who served and sacrificed
0: over two decades to their hometowns. And, and I haven't really mentioned um, the, the the local folks who worked on this: uh, Walt Yeager, uh, Ernie Oatneal, uh, Mayor Cherepko, um, Eugene Cherepko, uh, Tom Maglico. Uh, I'm missing some. I think the school district uh, was involved as well. I think the Air Force uh, Reserve Officers Training Corps was involved in. Well, that they, they they've called themselves the wall that he uh, bring the wall that heals to the mall. Valley, um, but they've been partnering here with uh, Vietnam Veterans Incorporated of Pittsburgh, the Vietnam Huey Pilots Association, and the Veterans Breakfast Club, uh, which are the nonprofits that have served as the, the fiscal sponsors for this. Uh, how much is, is, does it cost for each of these communities that has brought the wall to their community? It, 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 how much have they had to raise?
1: On average, what I learned from the communities is they charged, or the costs are twenty, fifteen to thirty thousand dollars, depending on all the costs and what gets donated. Uh, in addition to those costs because uh, you have to buy programs and you have yeah. to pay for park fees and everything else, is that it's hundreds of volunteers who are going to be out there 24 hours a day to make certain that the experience that each visitor has is that magical experience that we want it
0: to be. So this is a, this is a monumental uh, uh, project uh, to, to bring this in. and you've had you've, you have 38 communities this year. Do you have an idea how many it will be going to next year?
1: Um, We'll probably be somewhere around 40 communities. Our goal is to be about 40 communities. We got a late start this year because of the new wall.
0: Sure. Uh, But
1: we have uh, over 60 applicants already uh, who have applied for next year, and uh, we'll be beginning the uh, selection process here shortly uh, to try to slot the 40 communities for next
0: year. The Wall That Heals is a mobile replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C. It is exact to scale to three-quarter uh, scale. It is made of very similar material, uh, as, as as Tim Tates was pointing out, and it will be at Renzi Park in McKeesport, August 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th, uh, through the efforts of a group called Bring the Wall to the Mon Valley. You can find them online at bringthewalltothemonvalley.com. I understand they are still uh, raising donations to help pay for this. Uh, it is will be open to the public, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th of August at Renzi Park, and it is free. If you'd like more information about the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund, you can go to their website at vvmf.org. Tim Tates is Director of Outreach for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund, and he joined us this morning from Arlington, Virginia. Thank you, Tim, for taking some time to talk with us today.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure.
0: And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCity online.com and click on the donate link you can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using apple's itunes or stitcher.com if you've got a question or comment we hope you'll write to us our address is tube city community media incorporated p.o box 94 the pa 15134 you can email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412 614 9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.